0: From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm Larry Kudlow. And um, my my COVID's over, but I've got a little frog in the throat. Anyway, let's talk to my pal, John Carney, Breitbart News Editor for Economics and Finance and co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest. Welcome back, John. And I hope you're feeling better. You wrote a great piece. Uh, this must be yesterday's piece. How inflation has come down, but now it's kind of plateauing. It's not coming down anymore. It moderated, but it's still, uh, holding at, I don't know, four, five, six percent, whether you look at the PPI or the CPI or the personal consumption expenditures deflator. This is a very interesting piece. I don't think people have really picked up on this, that in the last several months, even though the numbers are lower, they're now, they've stopped falling. And that's going to be a problem for the Fed, unless the Fed wants to accept 4 or 5% inflation rather than their 2% target. So what do you I make of that,
1: this? I think that's right, Larry. So, yeah, what, what I've been explaining is a lot of people have focused on, look, yes, inflation came down. We had, you know, maybe peak inflation. The, the thing I don't like about the term peak inflation is, When you think about a peak, you think a mountain, right, that comes up one angle and goes down the other. But what seems to have happened is we peaked, went down a little bit, and now we're on this plateau where we've had month after month of numbers coming in around the same level. So September, October, November numbers, to the extent we have November, uh, we're getting numbers that are you know, around four or five, maybe six percent inflation, uh, which is year over year. It's 0.3, 0.4, maybe 0.5 on some angles uh, each month. That's too much inflation. Mm. And the Fed, I think, is going to – and Jerome Powell, from what we've heard in his speeches, this is the way he looks at it. He doesn't look at each month and say, oh, you know, here's what we need to do. He looks at the trend, and the trend right now is flat, but flat and high. Mm. And I think he's going to look at that and say, all right, we need to take more action to set it down on the downslope again, or else we'll never get back to 2%. And at least right now, they're insistent that they have to get back to 2%. And I think that's right. I don't think the Fed can... You know, the, this is the first test ever of the 2% uh from above, mm-hmm. right? So that they, they, they've, they've long said for decades now, mm-hmm. we have a 2% target. They've mm-hmm. never been tested on the high side. If they give up the very first time that inflation goes above that,
0: mm-hmm. they'll lose credibility on the 2% target forever. Oh, well, that's a good point. By the way, we were just talking to Kevin Hassett. Uh, the same goes for wages. Actually, the wages look like they're clocking in month after month at around uh, 5 6%, John.
1: So- That's right. It's actually going the wrong direction. It was, you know, we were down at four a couple months ago, and it went to four to five to six. Mm-hmm. So the wage trend is going the other way. And, look, I love higher wages. I think it's great. But when you have an economy that is already showing a lot of inflation and You see wages going up like this. What happens to the wages is people spend their higher wages, which then pushes up prices, which then makes people require higher wages. It really does look like we're at the beginning stages of a possible
0: wage price spiral. And that's very concerning. And, John, with this, I mean, firstly, your point about a test of the 2% inflation target is a very important point. It's like putting the finger in the dike. If they pull the finger out and allow, you know, whatever, four, five, six five, 6% inflation, that is going to be a big problem because it will not stay there, John, right? It will not, st- you know, you could have that for six months, maybe a year, I don't know, but it'll, it'll start rising again because it's so embedded into the economy, into everybody's expectations, and I think you... In your piece, you point out um the Michigan survey of uh consumer confidence sentiment. Um Those inflation expectations are very sticky at around 3%. They're not coming down anymore. So that's another indicator. So, John, the Fed's going to have to be tougher. They're going to have to be think- tougher. I don't think Wall Street's ready for that. But whatever they're not ready for, I think the Fed's got to be tougher. I do think that what Wall Street – still expects is that the Fed
1: will blink in the uh you know, in when they come into the site of an economy that starts to actually lose jobs. Mm-hmm. We're still adding a lot of jobs right now. Mm-hmm. And what the what Wall Street is predicting, and if you just look at the Fed funds futures market, it tells you that they think the Fed is going to max out at around five percent and then and then actually cut rates in the end of next year, I think that's nonsense. Mm. I actually think what's going to happen is the Fed is going to realize that actually inflation has plateaued, it's not coming down anymore, and that they're going to have to not just go to 5%, which, which will hit by March, we'll be at 5% by March. They're not going to cave at 5% at March, they're, especially if inflation is still plateauing. Uh, they will have to go higher. They'll have to go to you know 55 Probably six, maybe above that, and definitely that's not priced into the market. Yeah, we've had a lot of losses in the stock market, but the stock market's basically telling us that things are going to come come down. In you know, the interest rates are going to come down in the next half, the second half of next year. I think that's wrong, or at least I would say I think the risk is that that doesn't happen. That the 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 the, the odds are that the Fed has to go higher than Wall Street thinks. And and that'll be bad, basically, for all risk assets.
0: Well, you know, the other thing is on the economy, I mean, this is something that Kevin Hassett mentioned, you know, consumers have money, uh, they got a lot of money from the various COVID relief packages, which itself was the source of inflation. Now they're dipping into their savings. I guess they think that the federal government's going to bail them out again. I don't think the Republican House will. But the point is, uh, the, you know, the economy is stronger. I mean, the GDP now from the Atlanta Fed is over three percent for the fourth quarter, and we had three, almost three percent in the third quarter. So you can be looking at a double dip. You could look at next year with the Fed pressure getting more intense. John, you could have economy go back into recession in 2023.
1: I think that's right. I think right now, actually, people are underestimating how strong the economy is right now. People thought it would be much weaker. And on the second half of next year, I think we're going to see a much weaker economy than people are projecting.
0: And that's going to be a surprise to Wall Street and a surprise to a lot of Americans. All right. John Carney, thanks for weighing in. We appreciate it. Folks, we're going to talk to Cleet Williams about trade right after this little break. I'm Cudlow. Please stick around. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show.